0: Trent McDuffie was probably the most under-the-radar corner in this NFL class. With big names like Derek Stingley Jr. and Sauce Gardner, as well as the success of later round corners in Tariq Woolen and Jack Jones in New England, there's a lot of attention being put on the rookie corner position. But in the midst of all these corners grabbing attention, there's a corner that is quietly killing in Kansas City, Trent McDuffie getting traded up for in the first round by Kansas City. He definitely had some expectations, but he's definitely served them coming out of Washington. He was part of a dynamic duo, and while he's a small zone corner, he's definitely improving every single week and has really impressed me with what he can do on the field. So let's get in the film to see how Trent McDuffie is silencing zones and making himself one of the better underrated corners in the entire NFL, much less of the rookie class. Tyler Coker, and I'm your host for today's episode of Today with Tyler. I hope you enjoy. McDuffie, though small, does have the physical upside of a great corner. He has the long speed necessary to stack on wide receivers deep, making him much more reliable for the Chiefs' defense. Added to the long speed is his agility, which is crucial for his zone corner especially. He can give himself leverage for his responsibility while still staying within striking distance, using agility to close the gap. His agility combines with instincts. As a zone corner, you need instincts and agility to crash and break up the underneath routes while still protecting the boundaries of your zone, which McDuffie does really well. What makes McDuffie so effective in the NFL, though, is his technical refinement. McDuffie plays a great bail technique, which helps make up for a lack of quickness and takes advantage of his agility. When close to the line of scrimmage, as he often is, McDuffie understands leverage and uses it to make his job easier. He plays on the backside of vertical receivers, knowing he has safety help over the top to cover the top of the route. Playing on the backside allows McDuffie to stop any back shoulder throws and covers a receiver, and the safety over top can ensure McDuffie doesn't get burnt over the top for a huge gain. Even when he isn't given safety help, McDuffie can be trusted to stack one-on-one with receivers, making the defense's job significantly easier by just erasing his receiver when necessary. And even in the rare case that McDuffie does get beat, he adjusts pretty quickly. After Jerry Judy got a little too much leverage over McDuffie on a fade, McDuffie, two plays later, began to use physicality to stop Judy, jamming him at the line of scrimmage. While his size does limit how physical he can be regularly, Judy is a receiver who kind of matches his size, and thus McDuffie learned to use his hands to prevent from getting beat by a faster Judy. And although McDuffie is a great corner, he has some serious schematic limitations. First, he primarily succeeds in zone coverage rather than straight man coverage. McDuffie doesn't have the recovery speed to play man coverage well, which usually is solved by getting physical, but he's also a small corner. These limitations make him very vulnerable in man coverage, especially on inside releases. This was especially obvious against the Chargers, which was his lowest graded game this year, because he kept getting put in the slot. Not only were they running man with McDuffie, but the slot creates even more vulnerability, since there's so much room for McDuffie to get beat laterally. Added to the coverage vulnerability in the slot, McDuffie isn't a fantastic tackler. He struggles when tackling in space, which is why he should be kept as a boundary corner. Against the run, McDuffie works solely as a contain player and can't be relied on to actually fill a gap, further proving that he should be kept as a boundary corner. Trent McDuffie is amazing, though he does have some important limitations. If you play him in the slot or as a nickel backer, you're definitely going to see why. He's not very helpful in the box, and he's not great in open space man coverage, like how most slot and nickel DBs are expected to be. So when you leave him there, as was being done earlier in the season when he wasn't on the IR, we definitely saw some of the limitations of McDuffie's game. But then you move into the later weeks, especially against Denver, where he began to finally be put solely as an outside corner, and he could just begin to lock down zones, and you can see just how talented Trent McDuffie is. Because sure, it's not as flashy as being a grabby man corner like Sauce Gardner, but in the end, if you have a silencing zone corner, those are usually some of the best ones, and you don't have to pay him as much, which is great. So Trent McDuffie is going to keep succeeding, and he's going to be very important as they begin to move into the playoffs. Because when you have a zone corner that can bring some stability to an otherwise rocky secondary, you're going to see a lot of success, and Trent McDuffie is going to be very important. Thank you for listening, I hope you enjoyed, and I'll see you next time.